The Digested Read with John Chris. The Believers by Zoe Heller. London, 1962. Audrey observed a tall person across the room at the student party. He's an American, said a voice beside her. And a Jew. His name's Jill Litvinoff, and he's a civil rights lawyer working for Negroes. What's a Negro? Audrey asked. The following morning, Joel couldn't get Audrey out of his mind. He couldn't help wondering if she, too, were Jewish. Not that her ethnicity mattered, of course. He begged to come with her to visit her parents and laugh at her mother's obesity. You can shag me now, she said on their return. I know you're only 18 and I'm 14 years older than you, but do you think I should take you back to New York and marry you, he said. I thought you'd never ask. I've already booked the flights. New York, 2002. Even at 72, Jill's nakedness was formidable and his penis immense. He slid out of bed and went into an autopilot rant about American imperialism. Audrey yawned. She had heard it all before. And besides, she was far more politically correct than Jill these days, and she had her own conspiracies involving the oppression of black lesbian monopedes to worry about. Get your own breakfast and piss off to court to defend your Al-Qaeda suicide bombers. The phone rang. Could she come urgently? Jill had had a stroke and collapsed in court. Audrey called Rosa, Carla and Lenny. Your dad's in hospital, she rasped. Where's my pot? Audrey shouted when Rosa arrived. And how could you have become an Orthodox Jew? Because I'm as much of a bitch as you are, Rosa replied, and I'm rebelling against you and dad in my own way, you bitch. Excuse me, Carla whispered. We can all represent something in our own ways. I'm the fat, compliant, barren one who is married to a dull union lawyer. Too right, Lenny would have added, if he had bothered to turn up. I'm the adopted mummy's boy junkie. Lend me some money. Joel is in a permanent vegetative state, said the doctor. We should label him DNR. Killer! Audrey shouted. A large, dreadlocked black woman appeared in the room. I'm Berenice, she announced. I had an affair with Joel between 1996 and 1999, and we've got a son called Jamil. Feel the love. Rosa wrestled hard with her Judaism over the following months and was reassured when the rabbi told her she didn't need to believe in creationism but perhaps she ought to try some pointless sex with a man she didn't fancy, just to test her faith. Oh, goody, she yelped. I didn't come. Carla longed to escape her loveless marriage. She met Khaled at the hospital. I fancy you, even though you're enormously fat, he said. Shall we have an affair? That would be very wrong, Carla replied, kissing him passionately and starting an affair. I'm now officially 
feeling guilty enough, she said a month later. So we'd better split up. I can't stand another minute of this crap, Lenny sighed, taking a massive OD. Oh shit, I'm still alive. I'd better go into rehab, move to the country, reject my mother and become a carpenter like the baby Jesus. Audrey sobbed. Of course I knew that Joel had affairs, but all I have left to me is my angry right-on, judgmentalism. We all need to move on, Berenice said, admiring photographs of her own vagina. People do hurtful things, but it doesn't make them evil. You're right, grasshopper, Rosa declared. I'm moving to Jerusalem to be a Zionist. And I'm moving back to New York and may or may not relapse, Lenny mumbled. The cathedral was full of Native Americans, blacks, Lauren Bacall and Patty Smith for Joel's memorial service. I'm going to accept Berenice and Jamil into the bosom of my family, Audrey announced. And I'm leaving my husband for Khalid, said Carla no longer the doormat. Who'd have guessed it? Khalid shrugged. The digested read digested. The unbelievables.